you're clear on your vision. Everyone's behind you and you're moving forward, tackling one inspired action after another until dun, 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 <laughs> your motivation begins to wane or you get that negative feedback from a friend. What do you do? Well, that's what we're going to talk about in today's episode. So you're going to want to stick around. The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Welcome to Rat Race Reboot. I'm your host, Laura Noel. And as a certified coach and former 27-year military leader, each week I provide bite-sized mindset pivots that will help you reset your mind, reawaken your spirit, and regain your control. Welcome back to another episode of Rat Race Reboot. If you've been joining us over the last several weeks, we have been going chapter by chapter through my book, Rat Race Reboot. And today we're on chapter eight. Last week, we talked about building the mission once we have our big, beautiful goal that's worthy of our greatness. And how do we actually begin to strategize and build that mission, particularly when it's something we've never done before with regard to that goal? It's something big and audacious, and we have no idea how we're going to get there. How do we tap into our inner guidance, our inner GPS while also leveraging our analytical mind. So that's what we talked about, and that's what's in Chapter 7. But today is, hey, what happens when we start cruising down, taking one of these action plans that we developed in Chapter 7, and a curveball is thrown at us, or we get negative feedback from maybe somebody we respect and admire? Uh, what do we do then? And so it's essential that we build that mental resilience and that mental Kevlar um, and in the first couple pages of chapter eight in the book, um, I talk about having a client who was at the beginning of the pandemic was moving directions, shifting directions of her business, uh, doing speaking engagements. And she had a friend, a colleague who said, don't do that now. It's because of the pandemic, the funding isn't there. But actually what she discovered was businesses needed us more than ever. People's mental health and mental well-being were at the forefront of people's mind over time. And businesses were funding these types of initiatives more so than ever. And so she didn't allow her friend's thinking to influence her, her decision-making. She could feel the tension in her body. She could feel the anxiety that was bubbling up within her. But she used these tools that I'm going to be sharing with you today to help her overcome and navigate in the direction of her choosing, not somebody else's choosing. She wasn't making decisions based on somebody else's fear or old paradigms, which is typically what we do. She was designing her life the way she wanted it, and she was using inspired action to take her down a different path. So I'm going to briefly highlight some of these tools that are already in each and every one of us. We just weren't taught how to leverage them. We're taught to be logical in our thinking. And again, the analytical mind is important. I'm an analyst, okay? I run data for a living. I do analyses and statistical analyses. And I, I like doing that. I am good at it. But there's another part of our mind that we can leverage that can help us have a deeper level of knowing, a deeper understanding, and help us tap into reservoirs of creativity 
inside of us already, particularly when we're doing something we've never done before. And so these are our mental faculties. We've been taught to live life through our five senses, what we see, taste, touch, smell, and hear. But we have mental faculties that I want to teach you, at least make you aware of, and I teach you how to, to dive into them in the book, Rat Race Reboot. But these are your mental faculties. I want these to be your point of support more so than what you're experiencing through your five senses, because this is how you tap into those higher levels of creativity, other ways of knowing your intuition, and you start to learn it, develop it, trust it, and you go to all new levels and all new heights. So one is our imagination. <clears throat> our imag imagination is an incredibly valuable tool that unfortunately, when we're little kids and we start going to school and we've got to focus on um, the work and, you know, testing and all of that, we're taught, hey, look at me, pay attention, stop daydreaming. We're kind of we're taught to not really value the imagination so much. And that's such an incredibly powerful tool. And I'm not saying that all learning institutions do that because there are a lot of people out there who value creativity, but we need to get back to it. But that creativity and that imagination enables us to dream about things that we might want to be, do, or have that we've never accomplished or had before. So that enables us to see in glorious color and experience the vision for our life and our goal through our five senses in our imagination, okay? So that's the first part of our mental faculties, imagination. That really starts us dreaming and enabling, enabling us to dream. What if it could be better? What if there were no obstacles? What if I could have anything I wanted? What would that look like? Who would be a part of it? What would that feel like? What would that enable me to do? We start thinking and dreaming. And that's where ideas come from, new ideas, right? So the will is another one of our mental faculties. And that enables us to hold that picture that we've created in our imagination, to hold it on the screen of our mind, regardless of what's happening in our external circumstances. Um, and I've talked about this in a previous podcast episode. I encourage you to look it up. It's when I um, got to fly via private jet with Bob Proctor to and from an event. I um, had the idea in my imagination that Bob and I were going to the same event from the same event. And that was actually true. We were attending two events kind of during the same period of time. And I knew that. And I allowed myself to imagine, gosh, wouldn't it be cool if I could do both events and just fly via his private jet? That would be so amazing. And then I started kind of dreaming about it, what it would feel like, what it would be like, how it would happen. And I had no resistance in my mind to it. And I held that image on the screen of my mind. But what had happened was I went to an event with Bob Proctor. And long story short, you'll have to listen to the other episode. He did offer me a ride on his private jet to this other event with him. I was like, oh my God, this is so amazing. All right, but this is where, where the real work took place. So Bob's assistant, Gina, um, I made sure that when she walked by as Bob was offering me this opportunity, I made sure that she was in the know and heard about it. 
So a month later, I follow up with Gina and I'm like, oh, I'm so happy and grateful for this opportunity. How can I be of support? How can I help you? How can I help Bob? Is there anything I can do? Crickets. She didn't respond. It was like another month went by. And this, I'm telling you, this is where the hard work came in. Holding that image of me being on that jet with him on the screen of my mind when everything in my external circumstances was telling me this isn't going to happen. He changed his mind. Gina's not responding to me. Maybe she doesn't remember the conversation we had. I'm not worthy of this. Who am I to do this? Oh my God. The thoughts were trying to creep in and infiltrate my mind and this beautiful image I created. And I said, no, I'm going. I popped off another email with that positive attitude, assuming living from the wish fulfilled, assuming that it already happened and it was happening and it was unfolding crickets again. Again, it took so much mental power to hold that image on the screen of my mind when nothing was happening in my favor. Then at the last minute, I get an email. Could we have a copy of your passport? Um, it was happening. It happened. And then Bob made it into a big contest. So I got to go with three of my other friends. And it was it was better than I could have ever imagined. Now, if I had allowed my external circumstances to drive my thinking rather than my imagination and what I created in inspired action, I would have easily, and nobody would have blamed me, I would have easily gone down that path of, well, it's not happening. I'm just going to let it go and figure out something else. This is not a soft skill. This is freaking hard to do. But you have to stand fast and connect with that image that you created in your mind for what you want and use your will to only focus on how this is happening, the solutions. This is happening. I'm living from this place. It happened. And again, when you do that, you'll find that more often than not, your image manifests in a much more greater way than you could have ever imagined. So that's the will. Okay. Listen to that episode, by the way. Another one of your mental faculties is your intuition. Um, that is that voice that tells you, bring the umbrella, it's going to rain, and we often ignore it. And then we go outside on this beautiful sunny day and we get poured on, right? So how do we tap into our intuition? How do we learn to recognize it? Um, how do we tap into it? How do we start to believe it and trust it? So that's another one of the things that I talk about in my book, Rat Race Reboot. You want to really get attuned to your intuition. And there's little ways that you can practice testing it out, learning to trust it, building. These are mental muscles that you can build. Another mental faculty is your ability to reason. So I've had clients who um, they get stuck in analysis paralysis. I was one of my... <laughs> One of my best clients getting stuck in analysis paralysis or fear. And so we can use our ability to reason to talk us off the ledge. You know, um, what's the worst that could happen? What's the best thing that could happen if I take this action? Um, have I ever succeeded in something similar before? What, what attributes would I need to bring forth from within to really help me be successful in this? So we're using our ability to reason in a way that's in alignment with our goal. And, and we're not allowing ourselves to use that reasoning ability to look for more evidence for when something went poorly or reasons why something would go bad for you. 
Um, so your your ability to reason is another one of those faculties. Your memory is also another one of those faculties. You can use your memory um, to search for evidence when you've been successful in this type of realm or this type of goal, or when you've um, done something, you're trying to align with the, the vision and the outcome of your goal, that, uh, that goal, that beautiful vision you created in your, your imagination. If you're having trouble connecting with that on an emotional level, think of a similar experience or a time in your life where you've felt those feelings that you want to feel when you manifest and create your goal and realize it. Use that to recall a time in your life where you've had similar feelings and then morph that image, that picture into the vision for your life that you want to create. So you can play with memory in, in ways that will support you and your vision. Remember, your, your mind doesn't know the difference between what's real and imagined. And your point of attraction is how you feel. So the more things that we can do to tap in into and get in alignment with our wish fulfilled, our dream, our goal, um, that's going to bolster our ability to get it and to find solutions that help us get there, right? Um, the other thing is our perception. That's another one of our mental faculties, our perception. And that is a way of reframing a situation um, in, to our favor. And so there are different ways that you can use your perception to tap into your creativity. Bob Proctor, I loved him sharing uh, an exercise, and I use this all the time, where when I'm faced with a problem, I write it down. I get the problem outside of me. You are not the problem. You are not the challenge. You're experiencing a problem. You're experiencing a challenge, but write it out. Get it outside of you. And then imagine you're sitting across the table from somebody you admire, somebody who you think would handle this challenge beautifully. And then ask yourself, push the piece of paper over to that person, an imaginary, sitting in that chair. And then ask them how they would deal with the situation. Get another sheet of paper and free write. You are going to tap into a part of yourself that you didn't even know was there. Just You're going to tap into another aspect of your creativity and a whole new level of problem solving. And so this is a really powerful exercise that I guide my clients through and that I use myself. So this is how you create your resilience and your mental Kevlar. And you can equip yourself against negative people, negative circumstances. Looks like your goal's not happening fast enough. Looks like it's going in the opposite direction. How do you shift that energy? Remember, your point of attraction is how you feel. So if you're going to allow yourself to be dragged down the path of despair because something doesn't look the way you want it to or the way you think it should, you're going to create more evidence to support that. And you're not going to find creative solutions that pull you in the opposite direction toward your goal. So I hope this has been helpful for you. If you want to know more, definitely go to ratracereboot.com. You can get your free chapter one of my book, Rat Race Reboot. Subscribe. You'll get it sent to you. Then go on to Amazon, snag yourself a Kindle copy or a, a soft cover copy and get to work. Uh, in this book, there's also a, a workbook that will help you organize your thoughts so that you can manifest your dreams. Now, remember, everything is created twice, first in your imagination 
and then in physical form. We'll see you next week where we go through Chapter 9 of Rat Race Reboot. We'll see you soon. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates. 